Welcome to the R&R Experience Podcast. My name is Raquel, not Rachel. And I'm Regina, not Regina. Had some technical difficulties this evening, so we're going to push through and hopefully we can create something, some magic. Do you have a glow or oh no story, Regina? I have an oh no. You have an oh no? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely have an oh no. So my plan was on Black Friday was to put up my Christmas tree. So... Once I pulled the tree out of the box, I'm like, where's the stand at? That was the first thing that went wrong. I can't find the stand. Where are my ornaments? And I was like, okay, let me check the laundry room. Let me check my son's room. I checked my closet. Now, these were several trips. I literally made three trips to my son's bedroom. I made about four or five to my closet. Where are my ornaments? They got to be here. Come on, Regina, where are the ornaments? So then I got frustrated. I had to go run an errand. So I came back later that evening and I'm still like, where are these ornaments? I asked my youngest son, look around, check under the bed, see if you find these ornaments. So long story short, this is what you get for organizing shit (laughs) during the summer. And then you don't know where it is. So... Remember I just said I've been in my closet about four or five times. Let me just explain to everyone my precious, precious ornaments. A lot of these are my Wonder Woman ornaments. Oh, okay. Okay. Those are the ones that I really, really cared about. I got my favorite one that one of my friends gave me. It's Wonder Woman. And I think she looks just like me because she has really big eyes. And she's in her invisible plane and she's kind of bobbles. So she's my all-time favorite. So the thought of losing her was going to be traumatic. So I had them in a clear shoebox. Originally, they were in the corner in my bedroom by um, a stand. This summer, I was like, I'm going to move these out of the corner and I'm going to store these away. So what I did dumb me, I put all of those boxes inside of a file box. Now, when I went in my closet and literally I tore my closet up, I pulled out suitcases. I got four bags of hair with nothing but hair in it. I'm moving shoe boxes and I'm like, where the hell are these ornaments? I didn't pay attention at this box. It originally said master bedroom important files. I didn't pay attention to under that. It said Christmas items. Literally, it was right. As soon as you open my closet door on the left, that box was there. And luckily, I found it. I felt so stupid because I was like, there you go, organizing shit. If you had left damn boxes in the corner. In the chaos, you would have found it right away. (laughs) I was so mad. So needless to say, my tree did not go up until this past Sunday, which was not the plan. But I'm glad I found the ornaments, but I literally tore my closet up. So everything that I did for the summer was wrecked because I I got stuff stored in suitcases, like pocketbooks and blankets. And I literally had to pull all that stuff because I'm like, where are the ornaments? So yeah, I just made another job for myself over the weekend and I had to get my closet back together. So that was definitely an oh no moment. Oh no. Well, let's let the listeners know your tagline is Wonder Woman of Hair. 
right? Yes, yes. So that's your tagline. Finding that Wonder Woman ornament is very important because... It's very important. That's part of your identity. That's part of your branding for your hair because Regina's a hairstylist. Tell the listeners, who are you? Yes. So I have been a hairstylist for 30 years. And my tagline, like everybody knows me in the industry, I go by Wonder Woman of Hair. So... At Christmas time, I have a lot of customers that when they see Wonder Woman stuff, they buy it for me throughout the year. Mm -hmm. So I have a lot of people that have given me Wonder Woman ornaments. So I have Wonder Woman figurines. Like I said, I got the one in the little invisible plane. I got a big metal, the Wonder Woman logo. I have that. I have a Wonder Woman ribbons. I have a Wonder Woman tree. My tree is red. And everything on my tree is Wonder Woman. So I have a whole bunch of stuff. So the the thought of me not having Wonder Woman ornaments, that was going to be very traumatic. <laughs> I probably, probably would have been therapy because what I was not going to believe that I had taken these ornaments and thrown them away. Regina, I am so happy. And I can see behind you, I can see your tree you that you're talking about. And I see the stars glowing and Wonder Woman. I see her. I see Wonder Woman on your tree. Okay. So all is well with the world, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm happy you found them. Yes. That's good. So that's your oh no. Let's see. Before I talk about my glow or oh no, mm-hmm. I do want to say that today is my mom's birthday. Aww. Yes. So my mother, birthday. my mother, Amina, she's no longer with us on earth. Today's her birthday. So... Did a little celebration. I made dinner for her. She used to make wonderful spaghetti. So I made that tonight. And uh, she always liked Ucrops cupcakes or cakes. So we got some Ucrops cupcakes today. Okay. And got her some flowers and played some songs. She was a really big Maxwell fan. So, um, yeah, his album, Urban Hang Suite, that album with Something Something and Don't Ever Wonder, those two songs. I play those songs for my mom. Okay. It's a bittersweet day. Yeah. Because we try to celebrate. And here's my annoyance. Okay. So, typically, we would release balloons for my mom. Mm -hmm. And there's seven of us. She used to call us her seven wonders. Okay. So I'm the second wonder, but okay. uh, <laughs> but we released balloons for my mom on her birthday or the anniversary of her passing until we found out that it's not environmentally safe to do so. Uh-huh. So now okay. I have to worry about these critters choking on balloons. Yeah. So now I'm annoyed because I cannot release balloons for my mom because I'm going to be PC right now uh-huh. that I know better. I have to do uh-huh. better. Ignorance is bliss because I was blissfully happy when I released those balloons for five 8, 10, 12, 15 uh-huh. years. Past few years, we haven't been able to do that. And then you can do the lanterns, the paper lanterns. You light them and release oh, yeah, them in the yeah. sky. But then you're worried about burning down trees. So now it's either the animals are choking or you're burning down trees. I am so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I have to find Look, a way to, to honor my mom somehow. <laughs> I would just put a disclosure <laughs> on those balloons and animals if you can read it then so be it if you can't oh well (laughs) i don't know if my mom wants to be responsible happy birthday mom we killed 20 animals on your behalf happy birthday you know so we have to find another way to honor my mom because all the siblings and we live in different states and we will all get on the phone and we release the balloons so it's our connection 
So I have to find something else for that. So it's bittersweet. Happy birthday to Amina, my mom. I love you with everything. Wonderful, wonderful mom. She was the absolute best. Yes, Amina. And uh, my oldest, that's her middle name, Amina. Wonderful, wonderful woman. My glow is my kids have really been supportive today. My oldest, she reached out to me. She made sure she called and sent texts and just spent time with me. I got lots of hugs from my husband and my kids. Trying to keep my spirits up. My mom is sitting here beside me. I have a picture of her. She's sitting with me. Welcome to the podcast, mom. We appreciate your support. So (laughs) let the heavens know that we love listeners. So send them our way. Yes. (laughs) Send them our way. How was your Thanksgiving, Regina? It was actually very nice. I keep the Thanksgiving tradition. When my husband was living, we always did Thanksgiving with his family. So I went to my mother-in-law's house and it was just maybe about six of us total. Very small and intimate this year because when my father-in-law was living, we usually had two dinners to go to because the first one was my father-in-law side of the family, which they kind of use like as their family reunion. So at that one, it could be anywhere from up to 75 people because they would kind of rotate a lot because it was 11 of them total. And they would rotate every year who was responsible for doing the foods. One year it might be all the brothers had to take care of the food. Then it'd be the sisters and it might be the grandchildren. So that's how that worked. But we haven't done that big one since COVID. So it's been three years since we've done that. A lot of family members are older. So getting that amount of people together. So we haven't done that. And then my father-in-law has passed since. It was very, very nice. It was quiet. We just sat around talking. It was very, very nice. My Thanksgiving was really great. It was about 35 of us at my brother's house. Okay. Really good. The food was good. We had a wonderful time. Play some games. Now, the interesting thing, Regina, I was supposed to bring greens. Yeah. But I'm traveling and I live anywhere from five to eight hours from my brother's house. Okay. So I decided to make my greens in a crock pot. Okay. I've never done that before. I always make mine in the crock pot. I've never done that. And actually, I use my sister-in-law's, it's called an Instapot. Uh, oh, yeah. Which I've uh-huh. never used Instapot before. So that was a new experience. Uh-huh. But I'm in a hotel room and I'm going to tell you, <laughs> my other brother stayed at the same hotel. Okay. When he knocked on my door, he said, I could smell the green, green. from the hallway, <laughs> right? It smells so good. Make everybody hungry. When I tell you that meat fell off the bone. Okay. It was so good. So they were calling my dish the hotel greens. They're like, we love the hotel greens. <laughs> <laughs> so I created some magic with my. Okay. Crop pot greens I've in the hotel the room. Pot is very good, but yeah, I always yes. took my greens in the crock pot. I'm, I had collard greens. I ate some of my leftovers from last night, and I made them in the crock pot. They come out great. Yeah, and I mixed mine. I did kale. Okay, so I'm a, I love kale, and I did kale and collards mixed together. Okay, they turned out really good. Really, okay. my grandmother never fixed collard greens. She never fixed collard greens. Yeah. She mixed mustard and kale together. Yeah, people do mustard and kale. I did pretty well. I ate small portions while mm-hmm. I was at Thanksgiving. Okay. But when I came home, my kids wanted me to make Thanksgiving for the family, for our family. <laughs> and that's why I got in trouble because I had leftovers for four days. Oh, wow. And I ate leftovers for four days. Oh, gosh, I can't. It, it was so good. <laughs> you just I just get sick of it. No. I don't get sick of it leftovers because that means I don't have to cook. Oh. Right? 
<laughs> so gotcha. leftovers are over. We're done. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving was a major success this year. So Good. I utilized some of the tools we talked about. We talked about our fictitious character when we with our episode we did uh, previously. Mm-hmm. It was what angstgiving. Mm-hmm. We talked about the do's and don'ts. Implemented some of those techniques. So it was fun. We had a really good time. And, oh, one of the conversations came up with my niece, sister-in-law. We were talking about, you remember the dating list? Places single women said that they didn't want to go on a first date. Yes. So we were talking about that. So and that was very interesting. I don't want to give too much because my sister-in-law might be coming out with her TikTok page with some advice. Describe what the dating list is for our listeners. It was a list of places where women basically were saying these are places not to go on a first date. Places like Starbucks, Cheesecake Factory, Applebee's, church. I don't know why we would want to go on a first date to a church because you can't talk. At some point, if you want to take your person to your church and introduce them to Uh that part of your life, I think that's fine. As far as the first date, no. No. I don't need to go to church on a first date. (laughs) That's a hard pass for me. Yeah. Call me a heathen. Call me a heathen if you want. (laughs) I'm not trying to go to church. I don't want to go to the synagogue. I don't want to go to the mosque. I don't want to do any of that. (laughs) That is way down the road. I don't want to meet your pastor. I don't want to meet the congregation. I don't want to do any of that. I'm good. I'm good. But you talked about Starbucks. I think a coffee house. I really do like the coffee house idea. I think that's nice and intimate. Some of the restaurants that are on there, you mentioned Applebee's, Apple, Applebee's. Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> okay. I am a, a I snob know what you're say. when it comes to food. <laughs> and I don't want to do family style restaurants, chain restaurants, Applebee's, Cheesecake uh-huh. Factory, Fridays, Ruby Tuesday. <laughs> the list goes on and on. I'm not interested. I don't want to do any of that. I think okay. that's fine for some people. I don't want the floor to be sticky. And I don't want a generic menu. 50 million things on a menu. Mm-hmm. You don't specialize in anything at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, know, you have all these different items and it's subpar food and you end up paying a lot of money for bad food. That is a pet peeve of mine. Uh-huh. So no, as a first date, do not take me to any of those places. I will not be impressed. <laughs> Is that a snob? Am I being a snob? I I think a little bit. I'm okay Um, with that. (laughs) I mean, I I would think there should be some type of general conversation. Let's say if a guy asks a girl out on a date, he might be like, okay, well, what kind of food do you like? Well, I would think you would need to ask that these days because you got people that are vegan. You have, what is it, pescatarian. So Everybody has different food choices. If they say, well, I'm pescatarian, then you know to take them to a seafood restaurant. Now, what's that restaurant? Red Lobster? Don't take me to Red Lobster. (laughs) I don't want to go to Red Lobster. I don't care about their biscuits. People talk about the biscuits are so great. I don't want to see the lobster Uh, tank. I don't want any of that. Olive Garden. I don't want to do Olive Garden. I do not like chain restaurants. I'm not impressed. Rochelle, you're being difficult. He would be like, you're being difficult. I'm he just knows that going in. Out. He has to know that going in. I'm not going to pretend. <laughs> <laughs> you need to know that going in. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. So no. Yeah. It should be a general conversation. It's just like, oh, you know, what type of food you like to eat? If somebody says, well, I like Italian. So, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with like Cheesecake Factory because I don't have a problem with chain restaurants. Now, I now I can't do Applebee's. Applebee's stop agreeing with my system in my 30s. No matter what I ordered, uh, no. But Cheesecake Factory, I don't see anything wrong with that. They, they got good cheesecake, so I don't see why somebody wouldn't want to go. Some of the desserts are fine. But yeah. their menu is extensive. It's a booklet. No, and that tells me that you don't specialize in anything. <laughs> it's not good food. It's yeah, that's just true. not good food, right? I need you to hone in on your skills a little bit and give me something unique and different. <laughs> you just want a left side and a right side. Uh, <laughs> and that's hey, the menu. <laughs> now I've gone to restaurants where the menu has five items on or three items and you're looking like, where's the rest of it? <laughs> Now I need more variety yeah, than now, that. Now, now I need more than that. Right. But the booklet, if I have to go through a book, read four chapters to figure out what I want to eat, I ha- I'm going to have to pass. Yeah, I will That's say my- it can be overwhelming with the booklet. It's just too much. And you find yourself that you can't really focus on the description because it's just so much together. <laughs> it's probably not fresh, a lot of frozen. And yeah. I don't know if the chef has the opportunity to create anything magical for you because say if you have 50 people at the restaurant and they're ordering so many different things, there's no way you can specialize and make it taste good. <laughs> and the food does not taste good. Of course, it's my opinion. Lots of people love Cheesecake Factory. I'm not I one really of them. really like the, the, the cheesecake. The dessert's fine. Yeah, yeah. That, that's it for me. I've had lunch there, but I can't say anything stuck in my head like, oh, I can't wait to get this again. No. No, because it's not special. Take me to Ruth Chris, Bookbinders, ooh, now, ooh, places that like that. Up. Now you're speaking my language. I can do that. That's but those other restaurants, day? no. For that first date. money. Yes. Yes, me. See, see, Ruth Chris, I can't agree with that because I feel like that that's more an investment type dinner. You got to earn Ruth Chris. I agree to go out on a date with you. You agree to go out on a date with me. Mm -hmm. So we're feeling each other. Let's go have a wonderful experience at a nice restaurant. (laughs) Okay. We're not talking about Mickey D's, Burger King, Hardee's. What else? Uh, What what other those other restaurants? Arby's. I don't want any of those. I no, I don't want any chicken rest. I don't want what's that chicken one? You know what I'm talking about? Popeyes. Do not take me to Popeyes. (laughs) I've never been to Popeyes. I don't want to go to Popeyes. I don't want to go to Canes. You've never been? I've never had Popeyes before. Oh wow. I don't like chain restaurants. I don't like fast food. <laughs> I like quality food. I want it to taste good. I want to know that you use fresh ingredients and herbs and spices. Okay. And that you, maybe you're a James Beard worthy restaurant. Now some people may not understand what that is, but mm-hmm. that's a five star stamp of approval. You've made it at uh-huh. your restaurant. So that's what I like. <clears throat> okay. Wow. Now, Ruth Chris, like I said, that's something you have to earn. From the male perspective, you guys are celebrating your anniversary or maybe a dating anniversary. Okay, we got a year or two in because the first date, we haven't kissed each other. 
I just feel like, Ruth Chris, you need to earn that for somebody to take you there. But that's just me. And I'm also about ambiance. I like the atmosphere to be nice. I like the white tablecloths. I don't want sticky floors. <laughs> I want the bathrooms to be clean. The bathrooms smell really nice. So you have a waiter and there's a wine list. And oftentimes children are not there. I don't need to hear the baby crying in the background. Okay. I don't need that experience. Okay. So you no. are. Yes, Raquel, you are five stars. I'm over yeah. the family style restaurants. <laughs> Been there, done that. Got the t-shirt, returned it. Okay. <laughs> Not interested. Okay. So now. That that's that's interesting. Now also the men had dating lists or things as well. So let's talk a little bit about what they said. A group of men make a list of the kinds of women you should never take on a date. Single mothers, women with tattoos, sex workers, women with an IG page, women with non-ear piercings, women with purple hair. Okay, well, then they just going to be single for the rest of the <laughs> That's a dumb list. All yeah, women who have been engaged... Oh, yeah. That's this is dumb. dumb. Somebody had time to create a list of foolishness. This one says, these are places for acceptable first date, according to men. It's no way this can be. It, it's no way. Graveyard, a funeral, a strip club, arcade, Costco, Cheesecake Factory, <laughs> Lego Lane, <laughs> a corn maze. A small romantic dinner, playing Fortnite in the basement. Okay, that's what we're not going to do because I'm not going to be at your place. <laughs> I'm not going to anybody's <laughs> basement on the first date. No, that's going to killer vibes. I'm sorry. A walk, a children's McDonald's playhouse. Now, see, you just be extra. <laughs> no, I think no. this list is ridiculous. Okay, let's start from the beginning. A graveyard. Why would I go graveyard. in a graveyard on a first date? That makes no yeah. sense. Or any date. That makes no sense. A funeral. I just think they're toying with our emotions, yeah, our intellect. Uh, what? Why? Uh, the movies. The dark movies Alley. That- I can see the movies. But you can't alley. really talk. I don't know about a movie for a first day because you can't really talk. Well, if you do a movie and then if you take a walk after the movie, I think that might be interesting. Or you may get some ice cream after the movie. Yeah. Or go to, go to Starbucks after the movie for a cup yeah. of coffee or coffee house. Mm-hmm. That could work. Yeah. Right. But a dark alley next. The- Costco. I mean, are we shopping for food together? Like, well, why that's, are we see, that's a cheap yeah. date. That's a cheap date. You're going to go to Costco. You're going to go to those little stations, get free food next. No. They they did say Cheesecake Factory was okay. A comedy club. Legoland. Why the hell we want to go to Legoland? I don't know who came up with this list. And playing Fortnite in the basement. First of all, I'm not coming to your place on a first date alone. And we're not going to be in the basement. No, this is a so, joke. But you're going to play your game and be yelling at the screen. And you know what I'm he's just telling you? There? That's your future. So don't complain. <laughs> Six months in, three months in. It's like, you never take me anywhere because he took you there on the first date. He's showing you your future. Okay. So no. And a, a corn maze. So we'll just get lost. And I'm going to hide the body. You're trying to figure out where to hide my body and nobody finds me. We're going to pass on that one. 
No. Yeah. Children's McDonald's Playhouse. He's trying to, to test your immune system to see if you catch anything. He wants to know if you're sturdy, if you're resilient. That's what he's looking for. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Can she climb? Right. Let me see how mobile she is, how flexible she is. <laughs> This That's is dumb. ridiculous. It's, it's just yeah, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I don't know who the men that they surveyed or who got together, but no. no what no. age are we talking about? Because some of those things seem young-minded. Yeah. Oh, well, your favorite is on here, Raquel, hiking. I'm not going to go on a hike on the first date if I don't know you. Oh, she slipped. She twisted her ankle and I'm at the bottom of the hill. No, I'm okay with that. No, no, we're not going hiking. They can't find me because I didn't know him and he was a serial killer. Yeah. I'm going to have to pass on that one. There's no hiking. We're not going anywhere in the woods. <laughs> yeah. We're no dark not. alleys. Nope. No, no basements. Those things are no, 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 no. <laughs> Who came up with this list? They said hospital. Since to the gift shop after <laughs> to pick out a stuffed animal. <laughs> those are ridiculous. This is not serious. This is really a waste oh of time. That's God. not none of those are no. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm offended by some of those. Supermarket shopping. So on our first date, I'm going to watch you go shop for groceries. What are we going to talk about? Oh, you got Regina, you have to bag the groceries. <laughs> You're going to scan the groceries and bag them. That's a team building exercise. That's what it I is. Do you get this, this keto brownie mix or regular? What do you think? <laughs> like, what? No, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. I don't, and why, why would you want to take someone to a strip club? A lot of couples, you, they you go to the strip like club this, together. Or you, you could do this for me on the side. The wings, the food at the strip clubs is supposed to be really good. Now, see, they keep I would not know these, this. They keep talking about these wings at the strip club. <laughs> I almost want to go just to try the wings, just to say, okay, are these good? But again, not my cup of tea. I can't I'm not going to go by... The men saying, oh, I'm going for the wings are so good. Because first of all, you're probably smoking or drinking. So anything that they give you, you're going to say, oh, yeah, the food was good. No, I ain't believing that crap. I I can't imagine doing that on the first date. Well, that might be where he's testing the waters to see. Oh, let me see what she's kind of. Let me see her kink factor. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what she's into. Okay, let's see. Not next. Yeah. Not interested. That's a negative. That's a negative for me. Both of these lists, it really goes to show how different men and women think. And yeah, it's, whoo, the dating world, there's a lot out here. I feel for everyone out there because it's a lot. It's a lot. For women, you got to think about safety. Yeah. Anytime you're dating someone new, you don't have them pick you up from your home. You don't reveal your address. You go to a safe location that's well lit. Yeah. Lots of people. And you let people know what you're doing. Yeah. You got to let your a, a girlfriend or someone know where you're going. And, what's and I wouldn't even let the person walk me to my car. Oh, we drove separately, but then you're coming at the restaurant. No, 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 no. I don't want you to walk me out. And because you will know what I drive. And then you might try to follow me home. Nah. Some of those restaurants, they do not have <laughs> valet parking. See, if you go to some five-star restaurants, they have valet parking. So he does not have to walk you to your car. That's the point. Yeah. You'll say, okay, uh, nice date, Johnny. Nice to, you know, it was nice. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go to the restroom. That gives him opportunity to leave. Yeah. And then you can leave later. 
and a valet can bring your car and then you can go on your merry way. That's a good point. That's a good yeah. point, Rocco. I think about safety. But people think, oh, he seems so nice. Just because he's cute doesn't mean he's not yeah. a killer yeah. or a stalker. You I don't mean, know Jeffrey that. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer and all of them seem nice when everybody first met him. Interesting list. I've been married for almost 30 years, so I'm mm-hmm. not part of the dating scene. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that when I started dating that I didn't do some of those chain restaurants. Uh-huh. Right? I've done that. The stage in my life right now, not interested. But if you're just starting out, I can see. Yeah. It depends on your age bracket. If you're college age or 20s, you know, mm-hmm. maybe 30. Yeah. Then I can see you doing that. That's your scene. That's your bracket. I yeah. get it. I am too seasoned to, to partake in those activities. <laughs> <laughs> Which causes my husband a lot of angst because... He said, where do you want to eat? I'm really funny. I'll check something off my list. I Uh want quality, quality service, quality food, quality experience. Mm -hmm. That's what I deserve. And that's what I want. I am a freaking snob. I can own it. I feel you. I'm I'm a little bit probably less. (laughs) My husband, our first date, it was at Bennigan's on Broad Street. You know, that was a chain. I wasn't really pressed about it. It was like, we're going to a restaurant we're going to sit down and talk. And I was mainly just trying to be cute. I'm not going to eat anything. I'm just going to get a salad. And he was like, oh, you don't want anything else? And I was like, no, I'm just going to have a salad, you know, trying to stay in shape. Salad is my favorite meal. I love salad, but I love to mm-hmm. eat. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want the appetizer. I want the main course. I want to save room for dessert. Mm-hmm. The whole experience. If you take me on a date, I am not going to look cute and only eat the salad. <laughs> That's not happening. And some of the women do that, which I think don't do that. Yeah, that's what I did. Be authentic. He probably saw right through him. You're stomach growling. You're hungry. And you're like, oh, I can't wait to get home so I can eat something. Trying to be cute. He's not. Did your husband eat? I bet you he ate. Yeah, he ate. Yeah. He ate. Of course. Yeah. See, women, we put pressure on ourselves because we have to be a certain way. Oh, I don't want him to think that I'm a pig. Yeah. Eat your food. Okay. (laughs) Eat the food. What is it? Eat the cake, anime? Yeah. (laughs) Eat the cake. (laughs) Eat the cake. (laughs) All that niceties. No. Yeah. No, ma'am. But I feel I feel you what you're saying about the ambiance. Because if you think about it, the big chain restaurants, if somebody's going on a date on a Saturday to Cheesecake Factory, it's gonna be packed. And it's a lot of noise. It's just a lot going on. Uh, so I feel you that if you go to a higher quality restaurant, you won't be hearing kids because ain't nobody paying for kids to eat dinner for $100. Right. So right. I feel you. The lighting is probably a little bit more intimate feeling. So yes. you can have, you know, better conversation. I'm kind of leaning towards you on that. Come on my side. Come on my side. Yeah, because you don't, you want clean forks. You don't want dirty forks. You got to return the forks. The table's dirty. You know, there's food and they get the old rag to wipe the table off. And yeah, it, no. And not all chain restaurants are this way. Let me just put that disclaimer out there. There are yeah. wonderful That's- chain restaurants out there. Right. I'm talking about yeah. the ones that I don't like, but there's some good ones out there. Mm-hmm. is in the background talking about what's wrong with Legoland. Why are we going to go to Legoland on the first date? He's testing your, what skill is that? Your fine motor skills. He's trying to see if if you're able to problem solve. Really? (laughs) How you work under pressure. 
your creativity. <laughs> what is it, spatial learning? You do so much with Legos. Yeah. So. I'm not yeah. in class. <laughs> I am not. I'm not in class. You know what's really nice, too? If you do those cooking classes, a couple cooking classes are fun. Mm-hmm. You okay. go there. It's usually a table of four. It's like mm-hmm. four to six people. And you make mm-hmm. your food and then you eat it. That's a fun uh-huh. experience. I think that would be fun. Because then you can find out, like, does he know his way around the kitchen? Even though it's a Does he class. clean his hands? Does he wash his hands? Yeah, yeah. yeah all of those, that. Those yeah. Etiquette. Yeah. To know. yeah. We have to ask our listeners. They can email us. What do you think is a good place to go on a first date? Yeah. What restaurant or activity should you do on a first date? Mm-hmm. Email us at rnrexperience1 at gmail.com and let us know what you think. So we learned a lot about Regina. She's okay with some chain restaurants. Um, I am not. But that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. We have a couple more things. This is a year in review. Yeah, It's November. And yes. Spotify, Google, and Apple, they usually do their top podcasts of the year and okay. all that type of thing. So they also identify what our number one episode was. Oh. So okay. any guesses as to what you think our number one episode was for our and our experience? I'm going to guess. It was the episode where we talked about, oh gosh, what was the title? The men. Kiss, Mary Yes, Kill, that. that. Kiss, uh-huh. Mary Kill. So that you think that was the number one? Our top episode, and this is for Spotify, the top episode okay. our and our experience was episode 11, which was okay. in bloom. In oh, bloom. Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> that yes. was the top okay. episode for us for the year. And that okay. was a fun one because we talked about Queen Charlotte. Uh huh. I should yeah. have known for Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. Queen Charlotte. That's number one. So definitely check that out to our listeners. And then our most shared episode. Mm. What do you think our most shared episode was? Hmm. Oh, the most, what would people share the most? I'd probably say either it had to be maybe fitness or our mental health episode. The most shared episode was episode 18, Turn Your Fear into Curiosity. That was the most shared Uh, episode. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. In those two episodes, when we have the top one was In Bloom, Episode uh-huh. 11, and then the most shared, Turn Your Fear into Curiosity, episode 18. Okay. I, those two are really good representation of R&R experience because, one, we're talking with a group of girlfriends, and we're laughing, and we're talking about a pop culture event, and it's kind of fun, let mm-hmm. our hair down. And then Turn Your Fear into Curiosity is more educational and informative, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about life being mm-hmm. exactly. sometimes funny, sometimes sad. I thought that was interesting that those two really stuck out in that way. Yeah, okay. That's pretty good. That's so, cool. Yeah, isn't that great? We made it to a year. In December, we're going to talk about some of the things we like, talk about our favorite episodes, think oh, about yeah, what your favorite episode is. We're going to talk about things that we've learned, things that we want to do, some of our goals for the upcoming year. Okay. So that'll be a really good one. A year in review. We're going to be kind of reflecting. Oh, yeah, that's going to be good. Yeah, look for that in December. We'll give some listener feedback as well. We've had some good listeners out there who 
have comments about our podcast and they've been steadfast with supporting us. So that's been mm-hmm. really positive. We've been Yay! doing this for almost two years. Any final thoughts? We're closing out November. This is the last day of November before we embark on December. We got one more month to hit some goals that you've set for yourself. So whatever those goals are, you got one more month to get them done or at least be on the the path, at least take the first step in accomplishing that goal because it depends on how big the goal was. But just try to take the first step towards getting that goal done and then roll it over to 2024. Yes, I agree. Well said. Mm -hmm. Think about budgeting as you buy gifts for people. December can be very stressful. November and December are key times for depression and anxiety, a lot of stress, mental health issues, therapists, a lot of calls this time of year. So if you are struggling, there is a crisis hotline. We'll make sure we'll keep that down below. You may want to reach out to a therapist now and get on the books because a lot of them go on vacation or they're really booked. So think about creating a good support system beforehand if possible. Yeah. So don't be afraid. And you're not alone. Thank you guys for listening to our podcast. And please make sure that when this episode airs and all of our episodes, please make sure that you share, share, share. If you're in crisis, you can call the U.S. National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at one 800 Two seven three eight two five five. That's one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. You can reach them anytime, day or night. You can also contact them through the crisis text line by simply texting nine eight eight. That is nine eight eight for free confidential support, day or night. You are not alone. 